Blog Talk Radio. Okay, folks, um, we are live on the air. Sorry about that. Um, I guess our our audio is uh, a little bit down. But anyhow, um, welcome to tonight's show uh, with my host, Ruben. Um, Ruben, Hi, how are you? I'm doing fine. Um, I'm I'm excited about tonight. Welcome to tonight's show with my host, Ruben. Oh, my, there is such an echo tonight. Ruben, do you hear Uh, it? Yes, I do. Okay, but folks, I, I, I do appreciate this. This is a blog talk radio issue here. Um, sometimes we do get bad audio, um, so we're going to try to straighten it out. And we do have our guest on the line, by the way, tonight. Um, it's Wendy Lynn Day. We're going to be talking about the um, Ted Cruz campaign and see where they stand on the issues. Um, but before we go to her, uh, Ruben and I were... Uh, we were having a little discussion, and uh, go ahead, Ruben. Do you want to sort of lead it? What you were asking me? Yeah. Uh, how's it been with the? Um, have you been misbehaving with the uh, assemblymen and, and senators of of New Jersey, uh, getting them all riled up? On the issue that- uh, yes. It. Uh, uh, yes, and. Part of the issue has to deal with something that a lot of us don't like to talk about, um, and, and I don't know why, but we have to talk about this issue. It's it's human trafficking, and it has been steadily increasing on the rise. Um, we've been seeing it on the campuses, and um, some of the researchers have linked the human trafficking to the stuff that you see on the net, and have said not only the bad stuff you see on the net, they see that the Internet itself has increased this whole human trafficking thing. And, um, you know, and it's interesting. There was a study that came out that said that a lot of the, um, the human trafficking is big in the Muslim world, including here, but also the Muslim world as well. And um, what it went on to say, yeah, um, what, it, what it went on to say uh, was, you know, a couple things came out of the study. It said that um, I had a scholar at William Patterson tell me that, you know, all the bad stuff that we see on the Internet in the Western society, they play it over and over to um, to increase their, their um, the, the Muslims to go towards their religion in the Muslim world. And that's one of the weapons they use in that society. And, you know, so they sort of use it against us. They make it seem like we're amoralists, you know, and they tell them, well, do you want to, you know, um, do you want to be like them or do you want to go the religious way? And so it's kind of used as a weapon, and um you know it's just it's this whole it's just very interesting and a lot of the um politicians you know they haven't really grasped the idea and you know and some people just don't like to be told that this kind of thing is going on you know and um you know they they just uh, it, it's it's very hard to put my finger on it, but they they sort of want to run away from this issue. Um, you right. know, and I know Ruben, you have dealt with this a little bit because you're a private. Yes. Right. Yes, and, and also also I just want to um, let the audience know that you know uh, in in countries like Dubai, in Saudi Arabia, and Kuwaiti, right, right, all all the um, the Gulf countries. They import a lot of. Uh, they they bring a lot of human uh, slave um, labor, and also they traffic a lot of um, young women that are going to 
attend to a lot of the the Arab Sheikhs, and and that's something that d- gets downplayed in the United States, and that's because the we have to let the audience and, and the American people know that our supposed ally Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. wait. They basically they they spend a lot of money and they buy a lot of uh, a, a lot of our politicians off, and th- that's the reason those countries never get really. Uh, there's not there's not there's not a label put on them for human trafficking, but they're very involved in human trafficking, and also they're very involved, especially the Saudis, in the extreme extreme religion of Islam, the perverted part of Islam called Wahhabi. Wahhabi is what really is what you're seeing today in, in, in these individuals. The ISIS people, the ISIL, ISIL the, the, the Hamas and, 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 and uh, all these terrorist groups, they practice Wahhabi, and that comes from Saudi Arabia. Yeah, so anyhow, um, you know, I, I haven't put my finger on it, you know, and I'm not accusing all of the politicians, definitely not, um, you know, but um, they sometimes they want to uh, swoop this issue under, and I don't know why. And, you know, it, it's been troubling. It's been troubling since day one, since we ha- have had a case on human trafficking, um, you know, and it's just been difficult to solve. So, um, well, you, you know. Well, it, it, the politicians, Doreen, the politicians, not, again, yeah, let me retract. Not all politicians, but a great number of them. Uh, but a lot of them are, are, are getting paid off by a lot of these big money, powerful interest groups. Right. Who, and, and in this case, the. Uh, the person is used as a slave, like a commodity. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're almost like a drug. Yes. So, yes, in that statement that went out on Facebook, um, that's what you know what has happened. They, I have put, we have written articles on it. We have sent it to politicians, discussed it with them, and. Um, Sometimes we've often gotten slack, you know, and, and you know, and, and and that's been the case. We we haven't gotten the cooperation from them yet. So, you know, it's just something you, we're going to have to look into. Yeah, we won't get the co- cooperation from a lot of them and from these countries because they're all in bed with each other. Oh my goodness. That's the reality. That's what we're facing. Wow. Folks, we do have our guest on the line. Wendy, can you hear me? I sure can. Hold on. I sure can. Um, Hi, Wendy. Hi. Wendy Lynn Lynn Day is with the Cruise Campaign of Michigan, folks. And, um, you know, and and they are committed to bringing about change. you know, and and helping dealing with what not just this issue, this issue, you know, and particularly the the Muslims, but you know, uh, just thinking outside the box. And um, I want to welcome Wendy to the show. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. Um, how is it going out on the campaign trail? You know, it's going very well. We have been. Uh... Well, before I say that, let me, I'm going to circle back to the topic you guys were talking about. You know what, that topic has come up in Michigan, too, about human trafficking, and, it, and it's an issue everywhere. And I think... Um, Thank you, I Wendy. I, you're going to get you're going to yeah. get an A-plus all across the board. <laughs> so, yeah, Yeah, and I think, I think our, the reason that I've seen, and this is not Wendy the Ted Cruz campaign, this is Wendy the citizen and observer, is... What happens with politicians is there's not an e- – honestly, there's not an easy answer to this, not for state politicians. It's like the only law they could come up with – and they've done a lot of work in Michigan to try to work on this, but the only – and there might be other things, but the one I know about 
is they they pass a law to put signs in all the bathrooms with like a number on it or something for human trafficking and and that's fine and, and that that's all fine. That's just another thing that you know expands regulation because who's going to make sure every bathroom has a sign and you know it puts costs on on individual business owners and but if it really helps tra- stop it then that's great. But the challenge is is sometimes these systematic cultural issues. You know, I think there is maybe some things at the, you know, at the federal level, like you talked about the international things, but from a state level, you know, how much can a state legislature do to solve these cultural problems? And I I don't know. I think it's hard. So, I mean, they may run away from it because it's so complicated and there's no clear way forward within the scope of what they're responsible to do. Um to fix this, which really is a lot, it's a cultural problem. It's a crime problem, but it's a cultural problem, too. We have, you know, parents who aren't paying attention and, you know, dad, we're not valuing life. You know, dads aren't around. There's all kinds of cultural issues that are are, are playing into this, at least in America. So, anyway, that's just my two cents on the human trafficking issue. Well, uh, we yeah. had a case here, and and hold on, Ruben. We had a case here in Mount Olive Township, and Ruben, you would probably know about Mount Olive. Um, uh, there was yeah. these um, uh, massage parlors uh, along the highway, and uh, they were the police did catch them for trafficking girls, I believe, from Asia. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and but the case. Uh, was actually dropped due to a, a law. Um, I, I forget the, the law said it was it was a very ambiguous law over there. But they had to drop the case, and um, you know, in fact, and, and we have gone over to Mount Olive and you know talked to the uh, the mayor, and um, he, he's not one of them, by the way. You know, he he actually is is for what we do. You know, he, mm-hmm. he's not the one that said anything bad about us you know um but what was standing in his way and i don't remember exactly what this law did but it was very ambiguous and it it said that they had to prove something to um that these girls were trafficked yet all the girls came out and said you know they were there for a while you know um so the what what happens is is the um the girls come from, they, they can come from the United States anywhere, but they're kind of like lured into this. And mm-hmm. they're often right. told sure. that, you know, sure. they will have a better life. Right, sure. You know? Oh, absolutely. No, I'm very familiar with what human trafficking is. Absolutely. It's devastating. It's horrid. Um, yeah. Well, so, what, 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 what I wanted to bring up, uh, what I wanted to bring it up, um, Wendy and Doreen, was that, um, a lot of politicians on a state level and even on federal government uh, level do not have what what's called cojones in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Say it in English. And, 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 <laughs> right. So basically, basically like like Ted like Ted has. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. And Donald Donald has it, but he doesn't know how to articulate it. Like Ted, please does. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and I appreciate you circling back to Ted Cruz so we could talk about him too. But yeah, you're right. right. He has, he has, yeah. uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I, I, I definitely, I, there, there are politicians out there that do say, do say what they're, do mean what they say. Um, but there's a lot of them that basically are just paid off. Yeah, or they're That's- just lost, or they're not sure, or they're passive. There's a million reasons why. They are ineffective, but they're all ineffective, you know. Yeah, Where, and then yeah. there's a few bright, shining stars who actually do what they say they're going to do, like Senator Ted Cruz, which is why yeah. I'm working on this campaign and supporting him. Yeah. So things are going great for Senator Cruz. You know, we have been building, you know, he's doing really well in the polls, but that's really um, kind of after months of effort, um, we've been building this ground game around the country for six months. And uh, um, and now you're kind of seeing the fruits of that in the polls. And what's so exciting is that typically we've seen the candidates kind of peak and then drop. 
um, because they don't have the infrastructure to hold up that wave. You know, they don't have the foundation built. It, I'm very confident that we have a great foundation across the country of grassroots um, effort and volunteers to be able to, you know, now that we're kind of getting into that a little bit of a wave, to be able to sustain that with a strong foundation. And it, it's a great time to be on the cruise campaign. Well, I, I'll make the, the announcement that I'm going to be in the state of Iowa working on the Ted Cruz campaign starting in, in a couple of weeks. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, wow. definitely. Uh, I'm excited. I'm, I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's uh, I, I have never campaigned outside of the state of New Jersey in the state of New York, and uh, this is actually the first time, and I'm doing it because I, I really believe in who Ted Cruz is. Otherwise, I would not be um, doing doing anything <laughs> for anyone. Right. No, that's great. I'm so excited for you. I, I would love to go to Iowa. I think it's it's um, it, it's going to be really fun. And, of course, you know, he, in polls yesterday, I think it was yesterday, he was leading Iowa. Yes. Um, yes. And I think as more people get to know him, you know, what, what I've observed about Senator Cruz is that, um, you know, no one doubts that he's really smart. They always say, oh, we know he's the smartest guy in the room. And no one doubts that he knows the Constitution better than, than anybody else up there. The question in the back of a lot of people's mind was, but do I like him? He's a likable guy. And what I've seen over the last six weeks or so is that people are getting to know him, and he is. He's funny, and he likes pop culture, and he quotes movies, and he's relatable, and he's laid back, and he just he's, he's very friendly, and he's down to earth, and he's just a nice guy. He's like you know, he may not, you know, he talked about it in the debate. He may not be the guy that you want to have a beer with, but he's like father's knows best. And I and I think our country, I'd rather have a father's know best kind of guy, someone who's better than, than me. And, and I don't mean that to put him on a pedestal, but I want someone who's accomplished and smart, but yet um, is a leader, you know, and, and that well, I can yeah. put my trust in. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, 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 met, I met Heidi. I met Heidi mm-hmm. uh, last week. And, oh, uh, isn't she great? A, she's fantastic. At an event where uh, the 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 office, the Republican office in Texas, was basically uh, can hold about 300 people, and there was about almost 600 people there. Everyone was really tight. I mean, it was really tight, but it yeah. was great. Uh, the number of people who came out to uh, see Heidi Cruz. Awesome. Yeah, she's so laid back and um, actually not, I don't know if I'd use the word laid back because she's actually uh, very relatable, very friendly, very ambitious. Um, and uh, and to hear her talk about how she found love with Ted and why she loved him is a fantastic testimony to the kind of man he is. It's great. Yeah. Now, now wow. uh, I'm sorry, Doreen. Just one more. Uh, and, okay. Uh, I, I want to ask you a quick question. I, I, I don't want to forget. In the state of Michigan, mm-hmm. and, and I've traveled through, and I've traveled through the great state of Michigan, uh, from Grand Rapids, all the way to Lansing, to to Kalamazoo. 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 Yeah. What areas in Michigan uh, do you find that? Uh, there are they're on the border of going for Ted or going for someone else. I mean, which are the challenging areas in Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Central Michigan? Mm-hmm. I mean, does that part- you know, so? So here's kind of how Michigan's laid out. So if you think North, East, and West, so West Michigan sometimes tends to be um, socially conservative but fiscally more moderate. East or um, the east side of Michigan uh, tends to be socially more moderate but fiscally more conservative. Northern Michigan mm-hmm. tends to be um, pretty conservative. They're hunters, but when you get up into the Upper Peninsula over the Mackinac Bridge, that little part up top, they actually they come from a history of mining towns where the mining companies would come in and set up whole communities and. You know, instead of your all your pay, you'd actually get, you know, your food given to you and your, 
your housing giving to you. And it was almost like a, a socialist kind of model. And so I found that a lot of people in the UP, they love their guns, they love to hunt, but there's a lot of people who vote Democrat in the UP. Um, okay. And it's yeah. very, very rural. So really, you know, we're uh, every area has its challenges, but the great thing is that Senator Cruz is so tight on fiscal issues, constitutional issues, Second Amendment, and um, and social issues that we're just figuring out what people care about and talking to them about that. And so he really is playing well across the state. Um, we have we have all of our counties covered by county coordinators. We have a hundred people on our leadership team right now. We have. Um, like almost 3,000 people that have signed up in Michigan to volunteer, and with the campaign, and um, and we're doing uh, we're doing kind of some um, great programs. Uh, one of them is kind of a stealth program to increase primary voter turnout um, in Michigan, and uh, and it's it's been really fun. I'm, in fact, I'm just driving home right now from a meeting with um, about 16 people that were just so excited to be working for Cruz. And a lot of people, they've been following him for years. I mean, everywhere I go, I'm meeting people. Oh, no, I've been following Ted since he was running. So he's done a good job from the beginning of building a grassroots network and really getting on the radar of the right people who love who love liberty and who are willing to come out and work for him. So it's been great. Fantastic. Thank you for that answer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's good. It, it, so, go ahead. Uh, so, so I guess, like, what's a typical day for you? Because you're well, probably you know, busy it's, from. Go ahead. Um, it's it's funny because um, we have everything's kind of changing. We're not an early state. We're not like you know we're March eighth, so we're early, but we're not early. We're after the Super Tuesday, you know, in the SEC primary Super Tuesday, and um, so. What we we're, we spend a lot of time um, contacting volunteers, uh, meeting the needs of our county coordinators. Again, you know we have a leadership team of a hundred, and I'm here to serve them so that they can serve their volunteers. And really building a grassroots network, we are um, constantly coming up with new ideas and things to do to get the word out about Senator Cruz. Um, we've been doing like a program called Cruising to Christmas where we've been in different parades, and um, we're actually going to have a live nativity on the Capitol in uh, in Lansing, right by the Capitol Christmas tree on the 12th to 13th of December from 6 to 8, and do some caroling and uh, inviting our cruise volunteers from across the state. We've got a press release about it. Interestingly enough, um, we got the idea because last year the Satanic Temple, which apparently is just kind of a um, an atheist um group of disgruntled teens, um, they put up what they call the snakeivity that just kind of said, you know, give the gift of knowledge or something like that. And um, so they did that last last year, but, you know, when you hear a satanic temple and, you know, a snakeivity, it was kind of like, take, it took a lot of Christians by surprise. And so they rushed to do add a Christian nativity and so in June, we said, okay, we're going to do a nativity this year, a live one at the Capitol, um, for Cruz. And because we really wanted to figure out a way to be relevant during Christmas time, to um, get our message out, and to uh, to solidify the fact that we are going to stand for religious liberty and, re- and freedom of speech. So we have a campaign, and um, we've been put, we put out cards, and we have banners, and, and it says, uh, One Unplanned Pregnancy Changed the World. And, you know, of course, a lot of people are like, well, Jesus was planned. Well, of course he was. But if you ask Joseph, you know, Joseph was probably mm-hmm. a little taken aback when he found out that Mary was pregnant. So um, it's been a great way to co- have a conversation about religious liberty, have a conversation about freedom of speech. And what happened is when we put our press release out about this event, um, the Satanist group came back and said, hey, we saw that Cruz is doing this. We're going to apply to have another one this year which was great because it got us some more media. And and then there was a religious liberty rally last week um, that some groups in Michigan put on, and that same Satanist group showed up and said, Satanic Temple for Freedom of Speech. And they called me for a comment, and I said, well, 
you know, we don't have to agree on religious principle to stand arm in arm with them for freedom of speech. Because really, that's mm-hmm. freedom of speech and relig- religious liberty are under attack in America, and we've got to protect it. I mean, it's freedom of speech is messy, it's inconvenient, you know, we don't always like it, but that's the cost of living in a free country. And so the way this has played out has been very interesting to kind of watch, and, um, and I'm really looking forward to our live nativity on the 12th and 13th. Fantastic. Wow. Um, that's great. Uh, so what, what, what leaders, um, from governor down to state representatives, um, state senator, um, you know, U.S. Senate past leaders like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, let me see, let me think. Uh, I mean, uh, the Rick Snyders of the world, uh, the David oh, Bonniers, yeah. <laughs> the David, the David Bonniers of the world. Um, mm-hmm. how many, how many have come out in support of, uh, of Ted? Well, let me take this two ways. So, number one, it was never my big push to get endorsements like that because we're a grassroots campaign. I mean, we're kind of a rebel alliance, right? So we're not necessarily um, the traditional Republican movement. So we were more Mm -hmm. interested in in at first getting those grassroots leaders who we know have influence. Um, We did Mm -hmm. have a couple people, Senator Patrick Kolbeck, who is phenomenal. He's kind of been called the Ted Cruz of Michigan, um, and he has come out, and he's our state chair. We have a couple other state representatives who've come out. Um, What's interesting is our attorney general, um, who I actually really like, Bill Schutte, is been kind of the conservative um, guy, you know, the Tea Party kind of guy in in the attorney general, and he's going to be running for governor where, you know, we – it's common knowledge, but not official. Mm-hmm. And um, so he should have been somebody for Cruz. And he came out and endorsed Jeb Bush because uh, Bush Sr. asked him to. And everybody was kind of shocked and taken aback by that. So, um, and then we have our governor and some other folks who endorsed Kasich, of all people, because he's from Ohio, I guess. But it's been really interesting to see how the establishment is all over the place. And um, what we're seeing is, you know, there was a fair split between, um, you know, uh, Carson. There, there was, there's, you know, some Carson support in Michigan, although that seems to be um, breaking down. Um, and then a little bit of Trump support. But mostly um, mostly it's Cruz and all of our grassroots folks. So what I'm anticipating is that we're going to see over the next, you know, over the next two months, we're going to see a lot more of those state legislators and former legislators we're not kind of going after them. And because we're not a first four state, they're not used to having to really endorse. They're not used to even being asked to really endorse in a presidential primary because we're not we're not an early state. So, um, you know, but now we're going to be actively going after them, and I think we'll get we'll, – we'll start to coalesce um, – have, have a lot of those legislators coalesce around our campaign. Yeah, I mean, I I believe that yeah. I believe that they'll come around to to Ted um, eventually because they'll see that the the reality is that none of the other candidates really truly are presidential. They have that presidential uh, um, stature that that right. that has. Um, mm-hmm. so I think eventually a lot of them will come around. Even even the ones that are part of the establishment, like Rick Snyder. And, um, he, he, I don't know if Rick Snyder will ever come over to our side, but I think I think Bill Schutte, you know, if Jeb drops out, I think Bill Schutte will come over. And there's some other guys who are currently supporting Rand Paul or Ben Carson, some people that should be with us, I think. But, um, they, you know, they, they have other candidates for different reasons, and I think if their candidates drop out, they'll be with us for sure. Um, I don't, I'm not going to be – Rick Snyder, I like Rick, Governor Snyder. But I don't. I would. I don't think he's ever going to be a a, a cruise guy. <laughs> That's okay, you know. I don't, I don't know. I I I think uh, if it's between Cruz and 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 and, um, and uh, Hillary, uh, I think they will support. Cruz. Yes, at that I, point, yeah, I agree. And what's yeah. really going to be interesting is if it's between Cruz and Trump, and kind of on the Republican primary side. Because it's been, if, you know, you guys have probably been watching this. I mean, um, it's been interesting to watch kind of the, the shifting and the momentum and, you know, Jeb and Kasich and Rubio kind of competing for that um, that moderate vote um, and, the moder- you know, and, and then having um, Carson 
who now, you know, some of his support seems to be slipping and, and, and we keep, seem to be picking some of that up. Um, although Carson's a wonderful man. Uh, and then, you know, Rand Paul, um, you know, we, we've gotten a lot of Rand Paul folks that have, that have jumped onto our campaign. And so mm-hmm. it, it, it feels like the conservatives are coalescing around, around Senator Cruz, which is awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree. Uh, how are things in New Jersey? Yeah. Um, we well, we have a very active uh, cruise campaign um, group over here as well. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's New Jersey though has always been tough for conservatives. Yeah, um, it's just the way that it is here. Um, but you know, I mean, they've been making some headway. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we have. Uh, New Jersey, the Cruz campaign actually has um, the state chairman, which is Steve Lonigan, and then they have coalition chairs, county chairs, okay. t- uh, town chairs, and then um, yeah, and then, like and then there's a, like a nut, yeah, precincts. There's a number of them, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so they are a- active here, and nice, um, yeah, uh, and Steve Lonigan. By the way, um, I thought I want to give a note on him because he, he's just the guy to do this for the Cruz campaign. Um, he has uh, he's an American businessman and um, he's a former mayor of Bogota. And so he does have um, hold on. We're getting some background here. Um, he does have some uh, uh, governing experience and, um, you know, uh, and running for office. So he's mm-hmm. kind of the guy to do this over here in New Jersey. Um, you know, he unfortunately, Lonigan did lose a uh, key election. Um, mm. uh, you know, but, he, I mean, it, it was pretty close. Um, he yeah. had actually ran for... Uh, but I think he he was 2005. He was the Republican nomination for governor, and he okay. actually uh, finished fourth. Um, okay. You know, then in 2013 he had a state U.S. state Senate campaign. Um, you know, and then uh, it was the thing we had a, a death of one of our senators here, Frank Lautenberg, and um, mm-hmm. Lonigan easily won the Republican primary to that. Uh, but then he was defeated in the in the election by Cory Booker. Oh, okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but but he is—he's just the man to to do this because he, uh, he, he you know, he, he has experience with running. You know, yeah, and, absolutely, um, absolutely. Well, and your governor, yeah. you know, Christie has been interesting because he's been, you know, just doing doing enough to really kind of again split that moderate vote, um, you know, Kasich and Jeb and Rubio and um, and Christy are all kind of trying to find a way forward. So it's been interesting. And, and, you know, every candidate brings something good to the table. And every candidate, I'm so grateful I take any of them over Hillary Clinton. And, and all of our candidates bring, you know, different um, experience. And uh, it's just been it's been a good, a good primary season for our side. I think we're... Um, we have a deep bench, which is is refreshing compared to the Democrats. Well, right. I I, Go ahead. I I want to talk or discuss um, the comments uh, Mr. Trump made about the um, the Muslims about mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. not allowing the Muslims to come or preventing them or putting a, a moratorium on. On Muslim immigration, and it's funny how uh, everyone is enraged from the left to even within the GOP, the GOP establishment. But people forget that Franklin D. Roosevelt, uh, FDR, did the same thing, and he actually mm-hmm. put people in concentration camps. It's funny yeah. how we don't hear that. Uh, I'm not I'm not a supporter of, of Donald Trump. Um, I I don't agree in, in the way he articulates, doesn't articulate things like Ted Cruz does. Uh, and I 
I believe that the whole comments, the comments that he makes, they're outra- outrageous. But you have to cover the other aspect. And and that's what mm-hmm. really makes me happy about supporting Ted Cruz because he calls them out. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. That's what I do. I call I call them out. So I have I really admire and and seen how much class Ted Cruz has because he didn't mm-hmm. come out and, and attack Donald Trump. He just said in a very smart, I mean, very intelligent way, you know, we have our difference. Mm-hmm. Act Donald Trump, Donald Trump, excuse me. Mm-hmm. How how is that be how in the state of Michigan and, and people that are that are supporting Ted Cruz? What 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 are you hearing? What what's the um, you know when whenever Donald Trump is out there uh, making these comments? What's the reaction with the volunteers and the people who are supporting in regards to the way Ted? I, th- I think it's the same as yours. You know, you appreciate the fact that Donald Trump is talking about the issues that need to be talked about. You appreciate the fact that Ted Cruz is a little more measured. And we know that, you know, the world doesn't know yet, the country doesn't know yet that Ted Cruz um, is a fighter, you know, much like, 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 they, like they perceive Donald Trump to be. He just, uh, he just, isn't, he just isn't quite as um, upfront about it right now. And he's being more... Uh, a little more measured in, in how he kind of um, uh, approaches things. He's a little bit more of a gentleman about it, maybe. I, you know, I think that might be fair in terms of um, just a difference in style, I guess. Um, I think what I'm hearing from my on the ground is that, you know, our people, um, they read the Constitution, and they're very aware that, you know, when you make a law or you take power or give power, you have to be very comfortable that that power being given or the law being made in the hands of someone that you don't support couldn't be used against you in, improperly. Um, so, you know, if you think it's okay for them to ban Muslims from coming in to the country um, and whatever that means, and we're not really sure even what exactly that means, then, you know, if, if that same power to ban someone or you know, if that could be used against you or it could be used against, you know, Christians, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not necessarily the best example, but any law that's made, any time they think they're going to, you know, well, we're going to do this to this population or this for this reason, well, that's fine, but how is that, again, going to be used? How, You know, would you be comfortable with someone you did not like or trust having that power or that law? Because if you wouldn't, then you probably shouldn't pass it. And again, especially if it's not constitutional or, you know, um, and I'm thinking right now about the the assault weapons or the gun ban for people who are on the no-fly list. You know, people are like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Okay. You know, but we know constitutionally that's not, that's not good. That's not appropriate. That's not constitutional. Um, and we also know that if you give someone the idea, to, if somebody can be banned from getting a gun based on, a, a suspicion, then how can that law then turn and be used against the rest of us? Is it going to be because right. you have a blog talk radio show? Anyone who you know is anti-government mm-hmm. or who you know speaks ill of the government now can't have a um, you know can't have a, a gun. So anyway, so I think we just have to be careful about that. And again, I love that Senator Cruz, his standard and his foundation. We know what it is. His standard and, and foundation is is the Constitution. Right, right. And, right, and some right. of the other candidates, we don't know that what their foundation is. I don't know if they know what their foundation is, and that's okay. <laughs> it's just a difference, you know. Yeah. Um, Wendy, uh-huh. I'm just curious. Um, uh, should Don, should a Ted Cruz get the nomination, um, which he, he may? Um, uh, will he include Donald Trump on the ticket, or am I speculating too far in advance? Well, I think he said something about having Donald Trump build a wall or whatever. And, and I, you know, we've been, I've been talking to my friends about this. And, and Senator Cruz would never – he was kind of – I think he was probably kind of joking. But, you know, he he's very respectful of the other candidates. So if someone's running for president, you know, it's almost an insult to come out and say you'd make them your vice president. I mean, they're running for president. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. – um, mm-hmm. and so 
uh, I don't know, but from my personal but, experience oh, and kind of watching these guys, cab, at least oh, in his cabinet, maybe. Well, that, yeah, that I might mean, be he, he has talked a little bit about you know the things that that uh, Donald Trump is good at, and of course, I mean, you know, it'd be silly not to take a, you know to take advantage of of his strengths and and, and utilize him at the things he's good at, because obviously he's got he's got some skills. Well, uh, and also, how about somebody like Charlie Fiorina or Dr. Ben Carson? Well, you know, the only thing I know about Senator Cruz is he's very smart, and he is um, he, he's very smart, and he would know who to put where. Um, and I and I and I think, all, like I said, all the candidates have such great qualities, and have such. Um, they bring they bring different skills to the table. So let's just see how it all shakes out. You know, I can't I don't really know, but I know that yeah, um, yeah. you know. Well yeah. Uh, going Go back ahead, to Ruben. going back to going back to the state the great state of Michigan. Mm-hmm. Do we do, in your opinion, I mean you covered the different parts of, of the state of Michigan, but um do we have a chance or or, or are we even gonna to try to um uh, enter the urban areas within the, the Detroit, some parts of East, of East Lansing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not we're not conceding any territory. Um, you know, we're, okay. we're, we're Michigan is the home of the Reagan Democrats, Macomb County. Um, I have a feeling a lot of those folks right now are are looking at Trump and liking him because he's, you know, um, entertaining and he's, um, you know, he's kind of a, a rebel with a cause right now, if you will, but. Um, we are making strides into those. We're, in fact, we're putting one of our campaign offices um, right smack in the middle of Reagan Democrat territory in, in Macomb County, and um, and are building a good team down uh, down river in um, in the Detroit area too. So um, we're not interested in conceding anywhere, and we're going to try to get every vote we can. Senator Cruz is committed to not. Um, to making Michigan a priority, not only in the primary, but also in the general. And he's been here three times. He has made it a priority. Um, Santorum almost won Michigan in the primary against Romney. Um, it was very close. And, uh, and and he didn't have the kind of ground game that we have. So I do believe that uh, Cruz can win Michigan. And, and to me, that's, that's very exciting. So, um, and we've picked up a lot of folks who had supported Santorum and worked for him. Go ahead. Right, right. No, I, I don't doubt. I don't doubt with the great uh, leadership that that you you have in directing the to get out the vote in in, in the state of Michigan. Um, you will do. You will win uh, Michigan. I, I, I'm just I, one of my ideas that I'm going to bring up in in Iowa and, and also in. Hopefully, when we have Heidi or eventually Ted, is that we need we can not lose a focus of these areas where Hispanics that are very very um, there's a lot more Hispanics now, uh, especially legal Hispanics and right, even African sure. yeah. Americans that that you know can see something. You know, we have to present Ted. Cruz as someone who is an alternative to what they've been voting for. And well, and I think that'll come because of his dad's story. You know, I mean, being a Cuban American and his dad being an immigrant from Cuba, he's got a yeah. great story, and and he's doing well with Hispanics. And um, and I, and I think you're absolutely right. And and to me, there's a short game and a long game. And typically, and, and this is not a Cruz thing, but this is just a, a Republican thing. You know, we make the mistake of playing the short game all the time, and it's just election to election to election, without always looking at the long game. Now, Michigan MIGOP is a little different. They have had a field office in Detroit, Detroit proper, um, for a while now, and it's open all year round. Round, and um, and they're working on doing outreach. They do outreach into all kinds of minority communities. So. I say they, I mean we, because I'm, I'm actually the grassroots vice chair for the Michigan Republican Party here in Michigan. But um, so we understand okay. that there's a long game to be played to plant those seeds and earn trust and learn and uh, and, and and kind of try to um, find inroads into that 
into those minority communities. Um, it's just difficult. There's been such a lock on those communities, um, but we have to keep trying because our message is right. You know, our message, personal yeah. sustainability, individual liberty, opportunity for all, those are things that people want no matter where you're from or what color you are. You know, they, we want that. That's written on the heart of, of us as Americans. Yeah, but that's what what has happened to them is, you know, they've become so accustomed to the, the welfare state, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they get that check every week, you know, and, and they become dependent upon it, you, you know, so it's oh, kind sure. of hard come in and say, you know, what well, we want to change things. And so they it, it sort of causes uh, anxiety. I, I, I think them. it's about how you I think it's about how you sell it, Doreen, because you know, Republicans I heard I hear a lot of Republicans talk about responsibility. Well that's so boring. Who wants to be part of that? I mean really. Like if you're gonna come in here and try to sell me on responsibility, no way. Thumbs down. But if you try to sell me on opportunity for all and you try to because really we are the believers in people. We believe people actually can make it without the government helping them. We just don't tell our story very well. I mean, we are the people who, you know, believe in, pers- like I said, personal sustainability. I want you to be able to, to achieve your American dream, whether that revolves around money or not, your American dream without the government getting in your way. And, um, and they don't even know what they don't know a lot of times because, um, you know, it is it, it we get stuck in our little close, um, our closed circles. I mean, you know, and all of us are kind of guilty of that. But um, I think um, we just have to keep pressing forward and building relationships is the way to do it. You know, service projects, getting to know people one-on-one, um, that's the way that we, we, we break into that and offer a different perspective and just listen. You know, I volunteered at a church in Detroit, and I just went down there and mm-hmm. just listened to what their concerns were, um, and then let them know that I, I did care about them, you know? Yeah. Well, one of the one of the advantages that Ted Cruz has is his father. His father is a pastor. Uh, mm-hmm. There's an ever-increasing number of Hispanics that are in Christian churches. I mean, you know, Catholics, uh, Roman Catholics. They, they believe, they go to church. So that's a, that's a, that's a way uh, an inroad into capturing th- that important vote, uh, mm-hmm. and also African Americans too. Uh, like I said, I, I at this point with with the the failures of the, of this past eight years with Obama and and Hillary, we have an outstanding, I mean, great opportunity to capture so many people mm-hmm. that were basically lied to. Yeah, in 2016, exactly. Yeah. 2016, Ted Cruz and the Republicans have that opportunity. We cannot blow that opportunity at all. Right. No, That's I agree right. with you. And I think um, it's going to take, um, you know, it's going to take those one-on-one conversations. It's going to take going into the communities and and, um, and not conceding any ground. You know what I mean? I, I think we have to just be, you know, when it comes to the general, we just have to be fearless cheerful warriors and fearless to liberate. I mean, we have, we're really, we're, we are here to liberate people from their own ideas of what they're capable of because we know they're capable of more. You know, we're here to liberate people from the lies of the left to tell them that they can't, they can't get through life without the government helping them in, in every, every, you know, along the way. And, and yes, it will be hard, but, and we're going to tell you the truth, but we're going to, we believe in you, you know, and we're going to be the best, we have to be the best cheerleaders um, for folks, because again, I mean, if you live in a closed community where everyone's on welfare and everyone is, you know, hearing the same kind of message that you can't do it without the government, I mean, um, we have to be the ones to come in and and and, and tell them the truth. Yeah, right. And, 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 and be fearless about the, it. The the campus is that a lot of the students are very apathetic, even to both parties right now. They don't, oh, yeah. they don't trust no. anybody. Well, and, and why would and, they? And, they were lied to, you know? Yeah, they were lied I tell to by them all what, of us. 
Right. Why why aren't you out protesting? You know, especially with you, you guys have the national debt, you know, that you're going to have to pay for. Why don't we see a lot of aggravation on this camp on the campus? You know, and and um, they tell me that they they either they feel apathetic or powerless. Um, you know, and and the fact that they've been lied to, and a lot of them are independent. They they don't trust. They just don't trust the parties anymore. It's yeah. gotten that bad. Right. You know, no, I, I I hear you. I I I think that you're absolutely right. Um, you know, and they um, and I don't know how to fix that. I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm, I I look at someone like Bernie Sanders, and that scares the crap out of me that he has so much support right now. It's like, really? Like, is that is that what you know? Is that <sighs> anyway? So we'll just have to see how it shakes out. You know, I think um, I, here, here's the good news about all that. So, you know, we kind of think that the young people are apathetic, but I and I and I probably talked about this before. You know, all the young adult books, like The Hunger Games, Divergent. All those books are so popular right now, and all those books are about liberty. All those books, those young adult dystopia books, are about liberty and freedom and self-determination. They're about America. They're about our values and fighting back against a planned economy, fighting back against a a tyrannical, overreaching government. Um, and, and those are so incredibly popular right now that that gives me hope. There is something out there that's brewing. Um, you know, it may not be obvious, and uh, but it's there. And, um, and that's exciting to me because I know that the flame of liberty still burns in the hearts of our country. Um, I think sometimes we just forget who we are and the fact that, you know, that we are pretty great as a country. Not perfect, but pretty darn great and worth fighting for. No, we're we're still we're still yeah. great, so great. Um, you know, if you if you don't love this country and if you don't uh, appreciate this country, then you should, you should leave. I mean, because if I if I don't, my my father always said, if if, if I'm in a place and and I'm not happy, then move on. That's 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 you know you got to be happy where you are. If not, then you move somewhere else. You know, but but that's right. but I I wanted to touch on on. On Ted's uh, uh, another aspect, and some people may not like this, but I think um, Ted has to support because Wall Street is looked upon as as evil, uh, and Ted has as much support from Wall Street, and it's not a negative thing. You know, they're trying to pinpoint saying that that's a negative, but I think it's a positive. That people in Wall Street actually believe in Ted Cruz. I think that's a positive. And, yeah, and I don't know how much. Like, I don't know about all that breakdown. I do know when I looked at the first campaign finance report, um, I was very interested to see kind of where the support from some of these companies were coming. You know, where where the the money from some of these investment firms, you know, the big evil companies were coming from on Wall Street, and real or where it was going. And um, and really, what I saw. It was going to Jeb Bush. It was not, you know, people are like, oh, Heidi Cruz, you know, she worked for Goldman. Yeah, Goldman Sachs gave all their money to Jeb Bush. So, but I think at the end of the day, you know, these investment companies are sick of being overregulated too, you know. So all everybody has a, everybody has, um, should have a reason to support liberty, really, you know, unless you want power um, through the government, you know, everybody, all the rest of us, man, you know, bring right. on the liberty. We're, we're good. Right, but yeah. Just, Wendy, Wendy, the reason I'm bringing that up, the reason I'm bringing that up is because when a Republican, and especially a conservative Republican like Ted Cruz is getting a lot of money, um, it's a problem. But they forget, especially the left me- uh, the left-wing media in our country, when Hillary was getting a lot of money from Wall Street, that's okay. They 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 overlook that. So that's oh the yeah, reason of course. Bring, that's mm-hmm. the reason I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing it up because if 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 it, if if it's good for Hillary, it's going to be good, and I'm going to point it out. 
I'm going to point it out. Yeah, well, and you know I, what? I um, yeah. You're right. In, in that Cruz's financial, financial fund, I mean, his fundraising team is phenomenal. And he's done such a good job, and he is a tireless worker. And, um, you know, the, we had donations from over half the zip codes in America. The average donation, mm-hmm. I think, was um, fifty around $55 or something. It changes a little bit. but um, And we have enough monthly donations to run our entire field operation through the entire primary season. So yeah, he's doing very good with, and, and it is it is it is weird because he's doing he's a he's a Republican doing very well with big donors and with little donors. And, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Wow, which is which is awesome, you know. So he's he's got all those. I mean, he's you know he's got the principle, he's got the experience, he's got the grassroots, and he's got the money to win this. Um, and it's so, I mean, how how cool is that? It's so fun. I mean, we haven't had a chance like this in a long time where we have a candidate we actually can believe in, who's been tested, who we can trust, and um, who can win. I mean, to me, that's just, I couldn't, you know, what more can you ask for? Yeah. Yeah, and I also say that, you know, 2016 is, is like the very important election of this country right now, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of somebody well, like that, because the Supreme it, Court it, just, well, because the Supreme Court justices, yeah, we're going to appoint the next president's going to appoint um, next president's going to appoint three, two, three, four Supreme Court justices, and the reality is, as many of our fundamental rights are one Supreme Court justice away from being gone. So you're right in that we always hear that it's the most important election of our lifetime. But this truly is, because of that Supreme Court issue, the most important election of our lifetime. Because we are, again, one Supreme Court justice vote away from losing our Second Amendment, away from losing our religious liberty. And how do I know that? Because there's been cases, key cases, that Senator Cruz and others have fought and won in front of the Supreme Court that were 5-4 decisions in our favor, in favor of liberty. That's terrifying to me. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I don't operate out of fear, but... It, it, it intensifies my passion to get Senator Cruz elected because yes. I know he'll appoint the right people. Right. Y- yes. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, it, and, you know, I have to say it's sad that we have actually come to this point as a country, you know, um, because this has been going on, you know, started even way before my time, you know, and, and we as Americans have let, left all these issues go like this, you know, not paid attention to it, you know. Um, so 2016 is a very important year, um, yeah. you know, and as, as far as this well, country goes. Well, and before, you know, I, before we, I know we're getting close to, I'm getting close to be done, but um, I want to make sure people go to TedCruz.org to sign up to volunteer yeah. anywhere in the country. TedCruz.org, um, you can donate money. You can buy a great sweater for your ugly Christmas par- uh, ugly sweater Christmas parties. And it's actually kind of a cute sweater. Uh-huh. But anyway, um, and, uh, and then, again, sign up and endorse Senator Cruz. Um, I know you talked earlier about Iowa. We have an Iowa strike force that um, is going to Iowa. If you want to go to Iowa and volunteer for Senator Cruz, they have mm-hmm. potentially have lodging for you. You just have to get there. No, they do and, have. Uh, they, they, they do. They do have lodging for you. Unless they're full, I just said potentially because if they somebody wants to go oh. and they're full, they bought they rented an apartment complex. So, but um, I'm sure they'll figure something out for you. So if you want to go to if anybody wants that's listening wants to go to Iowa, um, we would love to have you in Iowa uh, to work for Senator Cruz. You know, again, we have a shot to win Iowa, and that is thrilling. It would be huge. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. And like stuff. I said, uh, like I said, uh, I definitely um feel that Michigan under your leadership you'll win it. Well, I appreciate that. I by the grace yes. of God go I and we and it's not me. We have a great you know, Dorian asked me earlier about my day and it's like every day's different. But most of all I'm just here to support mm-hmm. my team. I'm not like the magic quote unquote my team is. And they're out there and they're working all the time as volunteers and um I couldn't ask for a better group. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I, um Okay. Guys, uh we are out of time and Wendy, thank you as always for coming on. You're always welcome back. 
And to, uh, what's the website again? TedCruz.org. TedCruz.org. Okay. I will be reporting. I will be reporting Iowa when I'm down there. Fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you, everyone, for having me on the show. I hope you guys have a great night. All right, Wendy. Yes, have a you good. too. And Bye. Uh, Bye folks, um, stay tuned until next week. Uh, Ruben, do you want to tell my guest? Uh, we have an investment uh, advisor that's going to give you the latest on investment tools for 2016. Stay tuned. Folks, stay tuned to next Tuesday night. Uh, we will see you then. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.